Before we start today's episode, there's something important for agencies seeking a reliable way to attract new business, especially during busy periods. I want to introduce you to Leaflow Sprint. It's an eight-week program that simplifies your marketing and consistently attracts the attention of potential clients without requiring a massive marketing budget or external sales teams. With my 17 years of experience in aiding agencies to gain visibility in new clients, this program offers a practical and effective approach to lead generation. Forget about unpredictable leads and embrace a method that works across different agency sizes. And if you're keen to learn more, you need to visit caffeine.club slash LFS. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot C-L-U-B forward slash L for Lima, F for Foxtrot, S for Sierra. Now let's get into today's episode. Of feeling uncomfy in the sales role, one agency owner said, I feel baseful when I do marketing new business. It just doesn't feel natural. Wouldn't a client prefer to be having a pint and a chat with me instead of this courtship in a boardroom? Which poses an interesting question. Why are so many client relationships still so formal? It seems like that might change in the age of working remotely and also as a new generation marketing bods phase into leadership roles. You're listening to Caffeine Espresso, a shiny new podcast series that delves into the way we grow our design businesses. I'm Charlotte Ellis Mondari, a new business and marketing consultant working with design businesses. And every other week, I'll be interviewing guests, taking your questions, or delving deep into a topic that clients struggle with. And generally trying to make growing your agency feel more achievable and less like a job that keeps getting pushed off the to-do list. It's an excuse for me to pick the brains of some of the people I most admire and address topics that pique my interest, like how not to feel yucky in the sales role. What do clients want from their new agency? And how not to spend half of your studio resources every month on new business? This is a podcast that combines the little things and the big things, because as you know, managing an agency is made up of both. Today, for this very first episode, I'm talking to, wait for it, myself. Back in February and March this year, I spoke to agencies up and down and in some cases out of the country for the Caffeine Annual Survey. This survey is, at least in part, a selfish endeavour. It helps me to get a clearer picture of what are the common challenges amongst agencies beyond my existing coaching clients and to shape what products to build next. You can check out what already exists at caffeine.club. But I found that agency owners themselves welcomed a conversation about the state of marketing and new business in their businesses. And many said they felt relieved just to have chatted their issues through out loud. I was really pleasantly surprised by the number of respondents who preferred to talk their answers through rather than fill in the survey by themselves online remotely. That being said, the form remains open and you can find a link in the show notes if you'd like the opportunity to vent your own marketing wins and woes. But before I dig into the results, here's a little background about the survey. So the survey had a total of 43 respondents, 5% were design agencies over 100 people, 20% were for 20 to 100 people, and 75% were design agencies of less than 20 people, and in honesty, the majority of those were less than 10 people. All of the agencies I spoke to had a mostly FMCG clientele, and really those stats and uh, the type of clientele they're working with is really typical of the agencies that I work with. I followed set questions in a Google survey, so every respondent was asked the same questions. 
but I conducted most of the interviews by phone call with me scribbling up the answers as we talked, which allowed for a deeper discussion on interesting points. Because conversations were free-flowing, the output is a veritable forest of information, and because of that, I've split the content across two podcast episodes. It's worth saying that the phone calls took place pre-COVID, and the answers might be a little different now. However, the recent consultations I've been having with design businesses of two to 10 people indicate that the break in pace has allowed them to focus more heavily on their marketing and new business activities. Most express relief about this. Maybe it's something they've been hoping to address for a long time and just never had the opportunity to. And because of the FMCG nature of the majority of their clients, most didn't seem too concerned about what was to come. So without any further ado, let's get stuck in. Question one was of your current clients, what percentage did you find versus what percentage got in contact with you first? An average of 70% was inbound traffic, i.e. the phone was ringing with new business inquiries. Just 30% were agency initiated connections, i.e. clients the agency intentionally went after. On the surface, this seems healthy. 70% inbound traffic means that agencies are doing something right. Their profile is high, the clients are pleased and referring them on and they're visible to the prospects. But later conversations revealed how much time the agencies who depend on inbound traffic spend dealing with unsolicited new business calls that don't lead anywhere. Of course, not all time spent doing new business will result in sales, but wasted time feels more constructive if it's the type of client you actually want to work with, as you can put your learnings to use with the Nest prospect on the list. Question two was how much time do you spend on marketing new business per month? This question prompted responses as wild and varied as could be imagined. At best, in a two-person agency, they reported two hours a day across marketing and new business. They've been doing this for a few months, and in this format, in their words, it didn't feel like too much of a task. At the other end of the scale, one agency reported they do marketing and new business once a year during the quiet months, generally January, when they do a rebrand, redo the website, try new tactics, reposition themselves, work LinkedIn, do some cold email. The list kind of went on, to be honest with you. Um, And I really do expect this probably sounds familiar to quite a few people. But you might be comforted to know that the most common response was 10% of working time per month was spent on marketing a new business. When I originally posed this question, it was divided into two, how much time spent on marketing and how much time spent on new business. But most smaller agencies didn't feel like the two could be divided up simply, which says something of the many hats we wear in agency life. Hello. Yes, me again. I'm sponsoring my own podcast because, well, I can. And I'm going to take a good guess that you're tuning in to this podcast because you want to grow your agency to the next level. So I wanted to let you know about the Caffeine 5-Day Mini Course. In this fantastic and very much free training, you'll get an email a day for five days, jam-packed full of simple strategies that'll give you the courage and confidence to grow your business. Just go to caffeine.club, that's K-A-F-F-E-N.club and hit get started to get access. Thanks for listening. Question three was, what frustrates you about marketing a new business? 
And this one really was a whopper, so this will form the majority of the rest of this audio recording. Every response was very unique, but it roughly boiled down to the same nine things. Lack of time, lack of money, lack of results, how to say something unique and interesting, getting cooperation within the agency, feeling like they're pandering to the design industry rather than their clients and prospects, not being expert enough to do marketing a new business, the prospect of free pitching, and lastly, how it makes them feel. But what was really interesting was the detail interviews provided, and here are a few of my favourites, although maybe that's not the right word, but here goes. What we sell is ambiguous, for want of a better word. It's creative problem solving. There's no one solution, no right or wrong. So how do we communicate this to clients? Was one very articulate statement from an agency that was repeated, echoed by several others. Another one said, it feels like marketing works about 1% of the time. How can we keep motivated to do something consistently with a hit rate like that? Of feeling uncomfy in the sales role, one agency owner said, I feel boastful when I do marketing and new business. It just doesn't feel natural to me. Wouldn't a client prefer to be having a pint and a chat with me instead of this courtship in a boardroom? Which poses an interesting question. Why are so many client relationships still so formal? It seems like that might change in the age of working remotely and also as a new generation of marketing bots phase into leadership roles. Several also bemoan the digital nature of marketing and new business, reporting a 0% success rate with cold contact via digital means. And another common complaint was that I'm annoying prospects by contacting them. There was a lot of groaning about how awards judging felt too subjective and in some cases, dare I say it, biased. But there was also an acknowledgement that aside from awards that focus on effectiveness in ROI, it's impossible to judge design objectively. The process of winning new business was another massive frustration. The expectation to take part in free pitches, especially with the smaller brands, as the larger ones tend to have a pitch budget. Something that struck me as I was having this conversation about working with smaller brands was that it often seems really difficult to sort between them when having an initial phone consultation to understand who truly does have budget, who has money behind them, who has finance in place versus those who are very speculative. One thing that newer agencies found particularly frustrating was when they are invited to present a proposal but later on are ruled out of the running for a project because they have no previous category experience, which seems a little daft as the company's concerned to sort of maybe check that out before they put them on the pitch list. However, the very same companies who raised this also depended heavily on inbound traffic, which highlights the argument for outbound efforts that are crafted to a particular prospect. When it comes to respondents saying they don't feel expert enough or they don't know what to do, Time worries were uttered in the same breath. And ultimately, when you have a few short hours per week or month to focus on raising the profile of your agency, it feels imperative to have a to-do list ready. Otherwise, you just waste time brainstorming ideas that you never have time to execute. I thought the comment, we want to make sure we're reaching open ears and the right people was an interesting one. As was, poor quality of leads puts us off new business. Sometimes when we find the time to do marketing in the busy agency schedule, it can feel scattergun and comes with a kind of hope for the best quality to it. 
Ironically, no one benefits from initial two hours of new business planning better than the time-strapped agency. After all, if you've got limited time, it's best to put it to use and activities planned to reach your intended target. The agencies who feel time poor are probably losing more time throughout the year because they were too busy to do the initial planning in January or April, whenever their financial year starts. We all feel rejection. And if you don't, please let me know your secret. So it's no surprise that lack of responses, negative responses, or just plain old being rejected featured multiple times when we questioned people about their frustrations with marketing a new business. I don't have a silver bullet for this one, but knowing you have a plan and a plan B, C and D means that it's just easier to dust yourself off and skip, or at least not limp, onto the next opportunity. Again, ironically, the rejection that can feel the most brutal is from inbound new business inquiries, i.e. the people who scoped you out, led you down the garden path, but then said goodbye as you reached the door. Another reason for a smidgen of foreplanning so that any inbound new business feels like a bonus rather than something to grasp onto. Anyone who's in an agency of over 10 people likely feels this one, as I did. I get frustrated getting buy-in and cooperation within the agency. People don't appreciate how important it is. It brings value to the whole company, but they don't realise it. It's tricky to navigate. Sadly, we tend to bite the hand that feeds us and the creative team and clients are rightly held on such a pedestal in the design agency that the sad downside to that is that often house jobs take a back seat. This is right, but only in moderation. There needs to be more transparency in most design agencies about how revenue is generated. Often, below senior management, the role of marketing a new business is underestimated, which ironically makes it less effective and more expensive to run. But a few ideas I used when I experienced the same frustrations might help. Number one would be involve stakeholders from each department in marketing, even if it's as small as taking 10 minutes to discuss their role and thoughts on the project before writing a press release. Another thing that worked really well for me was reporting back regularly agency-wide. I didn't do this for quite a long time, but once I started to, I found that marketing can be a source of pride to the wider agency, especially if they understand how it impacts them. Another idea is making marketing activities open to the wider team when possible. For example, if you're hosting talks, make them open to staff as well as clients and prospects. Attend trade shows together, involve them in the company blog, are a few next to free ideas. And last but not least, make the house briefs as creative as the budget and sense will allow. That will really indeed to the creative department, although you'll still get an eye roll when they get a house job brief. These are all ways to create awareness about how the business gets its business, so to speak. So it's been short but sweet, but here's where we're going to call it quits for today. You've been listening to the very first episode of the Cafe Nespresso podcast with me, Charlotte Ellis Maldari. There are still another six topics to go on the Caffeine Annual Survey, and you're going to want to hear answers to questions like, when you think about marketing, what's currently working for you? And what's your annual marketing budget? What would you focus on first if you had the time and money to do so? And so much more than that. So join me again in a couple of weeks to hear the down low on what your peers are up to. And if you like what you heard, please do subscribe on Spotify so you can enjoy more podcasts out every other Monday. And if you can't wait till then, please head to caffeine.club 
where you'll find a growing wealth of free resources and advice to help you grow your design business. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen in. And until next time, keep at it. Because if there's one thing I know for sure, it's that the world needs more creative problem solvers like you. Just before we wrap up, I want to touch on a crucial opportunity for your agency's growth. As a creative agency, your primary focus should be on delivering exceptional work, not getting bogged down in sales and marketing. And that's where the lead flow sprint comes in. It's an eight-week program designed to streamline your lead generation process, bringing in a steady flow of potential clients to you. No more struggling with the ups and downs of trying to gain the attention of new business. Our program includes hands-on support, including direct input on your copywriting, ensuring a bespoke approach to your lead generation needs. No more feeling stuck in the feast or famine cycle. Our real-time support, including direct feedback on tasks like copywriting, helps you to bid farewell to inconsistently and embrace a lead generation system that's tailored to your unique needs. Visit caffeine.club slash LFS. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot C-L-U-B forward slash L for Lima, F for Foxtrot, S for Sierra.